From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Thursday, June 23rd. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Chinese artist Ai Weiwei is out of jail, but activists are still pressing his case. They say he's been forced to confess to crimes that Chinese authorities made up. It suggests that they detained him first and then came up with a justification later. Also, how North Korea is training kids to be cyber warriors. They showed promise in science and mathematics at an early age, and they were picked up to be enrolled in these uh, prestigious universities, and they went on to be serving at a cyber warfare unit. Coming up. BBC News with Jonathan Izard. Syrian troops and tanks have moved into areas along the border with Turkey, where thousands of people had taken refuge from the campaign against political protests. Witnesses on the Turkish side of the border saw Syrian troops patrolling the village of Khebet al jouj and snipers positioned on rooftops. From Istanbul, Jonathan Head reports. For weeks, the strip of Syrian land in the northwest, lying next to Turkey, has been a de facto buffer zone. Thousands of Syrians fleeing from their own army have camped out there, assuming they were protected by the Turkish military bases across the border. But today, Syrian forces moved right up to that border, clearly visible from the Turkish side. And the refugees who'd been living just inside Syria, with their cars and farm animals, rushed through the barbed wire fence into Turkish territory, from where they were driven to one of the five camps being run by the Turkish authorities. The United States top military officer, Admiral Mike Mullen, has admitted that President Obama's decision to accelerate the withdrawal from Afghanistan is riskier than he originally wanted. A third of the force is to be brought home by September next year. Speaking in Congress, Admiral Mullen said ultimately it was for the president to decide the acceptable level of risk America should take. I do not intend to discuss the specifics of the private advice I rendered with respect to these decisions. What I can tell you is the president's decisions are more aggressive and incur more risk than I was originally prepared to accept. More force for more time is, without doubt, the safer course. But that does not necessarily make it the best course. Only the president, in the end, can really determine the acceptable level of risk we must take. Iranian state media have reported the arrest of an ally of the President Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. Reports say Mohammad Sharif Malik Zadeh was detained for financial irregularities. Correspondents say his arrest is a further sign of the power struggle between President Ahmadinejad and Iran's supreme leader Ayatollah Khamenei. The United States and other industrialized nations are to release 60 million barrels of oil from emergency reserves to try to push down prices. Half the supply is to come from the United States Strategic Petroleum Reserve. The move follows OPEC's failure earlier this month to agree an increase in production quotas. John T. Bloom has more. Lack of supply from OPEC, the conflict in Libya and demand from emerging economies have all combined recently to keep the price of crude oil high. That's meant higher household energy bills and misery at the pumps for millions of motorists. But today, the Federal Reserve cut its forecast for economic growth in America, an indication that demand for oil will be weaker. And in a surprise move, the International Energy Agency, which represents the world's leading developed economies, agreed to release 60 million barrels of strategic oil reserves held by its member states. As a result, the price of crude oil fell sharply, by almost 6% in some markets, and is at its lowest level for months. 
World News from the BBC. European Union leaders have begun a summit in Brussels that will be dominated by the Greek debt crisis. Ahead of the meeting, the leaders of France and Germany held talks with the Greek Prime Minister George Papandreou. Chancellor Angela Merkel of Germany said the Greek opposition must get behind the government's austerity measures, a precondition for releasing blocked loans to Greece. The Luxembourg Prime Minister Jean-Claude Juncker said there is no alternative to Greece cutting spending and raising taxes. There is, he said, no plan B. President Abdoulaye Wad of Senegal has completely withdrawn proposals for constitutional reform in the face of widespread protests. President Wad gave, first gave up plans to reduce to 25% the minimum score needed to win the first round of next year's presidential election.